Hello everybody, Jim Malone coming to you live on the Dallas Trading Floor. It is Friday and wow, it was a really big deal today. I mean, markets are down and it looks like uh, we are going to drop a lot here. Just wanted to kind of uh, uh, go into the, into the charts here and everything. Uh, most importantly, right now we have a situation where the market is in a correction. So when the market is in correction, it is best to go to cash. Uh, and uh, uh, so, you know, you probably want to start closing up your positions. I think we're going to go down. We could potentially go down about 20% on the S&P. And I want to kind of show you that. I've been uh, selling, uh, basically taking profits on my positions. Even in oil stocks, I did sell Chevron today. Uh, I'm still holding BP and Shell, but uh, pretty, pretty light. Uh, I'm moving to a, a short position. I have six shorts on, doing pretty well on those right now. Uh, but I'd uh, like to kind of show you uh, as, you know, kind of what we're, what we're in for right now. Uh, basically, this is a chart of the S&P 500, and I want to show you the legs down. We we had uh, the first leg down was was basically starting here in um, basically in November. Then we had a relief rally which came up here. The second leg down we had, and that basically ended uh, basically about the third week of March. Then we had another relief rally came up here. Now and and then we 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 pulled back down and then we started this this last relief rally, basically the last relief rally happened, uh, starting basically mid May. It came up, it broke just today, and it looks like we're going to take a third leg down. So typically, when markets uh, move like this, they take three legs down. Uh, this was the first leg down here on December. Then we had the relief rally, second leg down, relief rally, third leg down, relief rally, and now we're probably going to move down at least 20%. Now, how do I know that? That's typically the distance uh, between the, the between uh, on the first on the first leg down. So it looks like we're going to move down about 20%, most likely. Uh, I'm guessing that we're going to be you know probably down about in the 3,200 range. Uh, for the S and P, so let's look at the let's let's go back here, and kind of look at the monthly. Oh, let's go to the weekly first. Let's take a look at the weekly, and kind of show you what I'm talking about here. Uh, I do believe we're going to come down probably to about here, uh, on there, and that's going to be about 35. I'm I'm calculating about 35. Uh, hundred on the S and P. That's looking where we're coming down. Why? Because this is the former higher high. Uh, when we came down on on this, uh, we came down. This is the first leg down, relief rally. Second leg down, relief rally. And then this is going to go. We I think down like this to about thirty five hundred. That's kind of what I'm looking at on the S and P. So. It's a fairly, you know, it's it's a fairly precipitous drop here, <laughs> and, and so you need to be ready. And the best way to get ready, of course, is if you're down more than seven percent on any position, you should sell it immediately, put it in cash, and then wait for some opportunities. Because when this bottoms, everyone is going to go freaking out, 
And when this bottoms, there's going to be there's going to be an opportunity because I do believe we'll see another relief rally uh, when when this is when when this is done. So right now, just wanted to kind of give you an overview of of where we're at. This is the, the again. This is this is this is sort of what's happening in the market. We have that first leg down, relief rally. That's the first leg. Then the second leg down, relief rally. Then the third leg down, and then we've just come up through the relief rally. We're expecting now about a 20% drop, probably down to about the 3,500 uh, level or possibly lower uh, right there. That's where kind of I'm expecting to see uh, to, to see the drop to. No, uh, remember it never moves down straight. It, it, it never it never moved down straight. Let's get to some of the market indicators that I think are really interesting. This is the uh, S&P 500 as you can see it's underperforming. Uh, it's below the 200-day moving average so it's definitely been underperforming and it did rally here a little bit but it's going to move down. Uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to move down from here. Um, lots of selling, of course, in the market. We're basically the only uh, lot, lots of selling going on. There's probably going to be more selling, I suspect, in the tech sector. I'm looking at Adobe, possibly as a short, and some of the other 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 strong tech leaders on the Nasdaq. And this is where we're, I think we're going to see a lot of the uh, damage, uh, and that is basically with this, as you can see, un well underperforming that 200-day moving average, and as you can see, it's moving lower. And that and, and it definitely is going to move down, probably about 25, maybe 20 percent, I believe, from where it is currently. So, get ready for that. Uh, this is the advanced decline line, and we're starting to see more, many more um, uh, decliners than than advancers in the, in the market currently. Just want to give you an overview of the top 20 groups. You'll notice here, uh, basically, these are mostly oil stocks. That's why I've been kind of Kind of been on the on the toot for oil stocks, as you can see, uh, but even some of the oil stocks are not immune. The drillers were off heavily today, and so were of the transportation. These are the shipping companies, uh, like Zim and that kind of. They were they were heavily off, but we did have a nice bounce uh, in some of the. Believe it or not, media periodicals. This is sort of down down for some reason. We, there's only a few groups in this one. Um, so this isn't really really significant, but uh, if you look, the, the the really the only groups right now that are performing very well, of course, are the um, are are the media. Uh, I mean, are the uh, oil and gas stocks. So that's kind of kind of where uh, to take a look. Also, uh, currently, this is these are my all of my current long holdings. Very not very much at all. I did have one stock that bucked the trend. Of course, this is a this is a uh, inverse ETF, and what it does is it's inverse against the 20-year, um, the the 20-year price. As the interest rates go up, the value of the bonds fall, and so this one basically is the inverse of that, and this one actually goes up when interest rates are going to go up. Now we don't have total word on the interest rates, but it's very likely we're going to see some more interest rates hikes. Why? Because of course we're at the 40-year all-time high of inflation, and one of the ways you can tame inflation is by raising the interest rates. And of course, that will kill the economy, but it will get rid of inflation. Inflation is probably uh, inflation is running as high as I've ever seen it before. Uh, I can remember time back in the 80s uh, when when I actually a long time ago when I was in 
um, uh, undergraduate school when it was running like this. Um, and I actually, I actually postponed graduating because I didn't think I could get a job. And, and I was sort of right. I mean, I did get a job, but a lot of my college classmates did not. So prepare for <laughs> impact, as it were. I do have a position in BP. I did sell my position in um, Chevron, and then I have a position in Shell. They were both off about a dollar today. Not a lot. Uh, these, this is the one kind of safe harbor area. Uh, the reason I sold uh, Chevron was just to take profits. I'm, you know, I will probably be back in it uh, on a pullback, but uh, that's kind of where I'm at right now. So I want to show you a very interesting chart. This is a chart that I, I did. I was doing a little bit of research today. The black line that you see on this chart is the SQQQ. So if a year ago you were to you were to take $100, invest it, $100 in the SQQ and 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 uh, $100 in the Q. This is what this is what would be would be the result. Of course, the uh, SQQQ is the black line. The QQQ is the green line, and and you can see they're diverging. So you would have made money had you invested $100 a year ago in the SQQQ. Now, of course, that would have been pretty hard to do because we were in an uptrend of that. But this is we're starting to see some divergence. So. Probably on Monday is when I'm going to be looking at possibly buying a position in the SQQQ. It's I don't think it's still I don't think it's still too late. Um, I we don't want to go too far on this, but I do believe we're going to see a continued weakness on the open on Monday, just based on based on what I'm saying. There probably will be a bounce, and then we'll, on the open on Monday is when we're going to see some of the some of the damage. Now, if you'll notice, uh, the SQQQ has pulled right above the pivot, um, the, the, the buy point. The buy point on uh, the SQQQ is 52.87. We're currently at 56.12. And as you can see, there was a gap up today, if you can see that in this, in this chart. There was a gap up. And so I do expect that uh, we will see a lot of piling in on the SQQQ on Monday. That's kind of what I'm what I'm looking at uh, in terms of that. All right, a um, few more things before we get to the questions. Uh, here is the value of the small portfolio. I only have one item in the small portfolio, and that is the TBT. And this is the this is the ETF that I was uh, talking about here. That when it, it when the interest rates go up, this one goes up as well. So this. Give you an idea of the chart on the TBT. We basically entered it here uh, back on the 31st of, of May, as you can see, and then we've just been riding it up ever since. Now I just do expect this one to move higher based on the situation. Uh, we had a lot of buying today, and I may increase my position on here. It's a little bit extended, uh, so I may not. I may not do that. I want to see it kind of move. I want to see it pull back a little bit towards the. Uh, 10 day line, but I, I may be able to buy it here because it's, it's only 2% above the 10 day line. So, this is one that is performing well. It's got a 97 relative strength. So, that's pretty strong when it comes to it. This is the TBT ProShares Ultra Short 20 plus year um, ETF. Um, <clears throat> so, that uh, basically uh, is the, the situation, uh, the, the, the situation with that one. Uh, all right, now let's get into the shorts. I do have, um, uh, I basically have five shorts on now. They're all bull put, bear put spreads. 
and I kind of want to show you how they're how they're uh, how they're faring. I did put a short on Nike NKE, of course, it's the symbol on that one, uh, and this one is up. Let's take a look at the chart for Nike. Nike I should say Nike because Nike is the god of you know speed, I guess. Anyways, today let's take a look at it. Today, of course, it you know it 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 was down significantly. It got a little bit of a bounce. But it was down about seven percent in one day, uh, and this one this one's performing very very well when it comes to um, you know when it when it when it when it, when it comes to that. So uh, just kind of show you the kind of the 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 um, uh, the um, uh, <laughs> I lost my lost my train of thought there. I want to just I just want to show you my. Um, uh, these bear put spreads that I have on so I will move that over there real quick there we go alright so these are the bear put spreads I don't know if you can see this is kind of small print here but the one on Nike um, our entry cost on this one basically uh, was $420 here we, we entered at $420 currently with the price of Nike at $114.75 uh, this one in just a few days is you know we're up about 124 dollars on this one, so that kind of gives you kind of gives you an idea of where that one is at in terms of uh, in, in terms of that. We have also uh, moving over to the second one. We have a, also a short on American Express, um, and that one has been pretty good. We um, we're currently, uh, you know, we're currently really far up on this one. American Express really had a down day today, uh, and uh, but the value of that trade is moved very nicely. The entry cost on this one, $572. Currently, we're up $541, so that would be the price, obviously, of the of the of the um, that's the price, of course, of the. Um, of the trade, this is what it would be worth. So it, currently, the value of it, it's about a one thousand one hundred thirteen dollars. Is two share, two shares. But uh, the this one's doing pretty well as well. Now we do have a situation on Costco. Uh, I did have uh, I, I've had this one for a while on Costco, um, and we're up tremendously today. And I think that we will we will we will do well on this one. Um, basically, the situation here. Is on Costco. We did roll this one uh, forward. We, we rolled it up and out a little bit. So we, we have quite a bit of time on this on this uh, trade. Uh, October 21st is the expiration date, and we're we're down overall because we did have to roll it. Uh, the current value of this is a, about 403 dollars. We do expect this to move higher. So we're a little bit we're a little bit uh, underwater here. 283, but you know we'll we'll be moving moving forward now. Disney, this is the other this is the other uh, short that I do have. This one's doing well. We're almost at the at the expiration for Disney here. Uh, let's take a look at this. Um, this one cost uh, $530 to enter. We're currently up on this one, $396. We we probably will take it to the end. The expiration of this is June 17th, so we're probably just going to ride this one all the way into the end, and hopefully end up with about a $470 profit, and that would be all the money. So uh, that one's looking pretty good. Uh, Disney is looking pretty good as well, and the fourth, the the, the fifth one, <laughs> and that's Netflix. Um, we probably will be adjusting this one 
just because Netflix is starting to come down, but it still isn't down quite enough. So we're off on this one currently one uh, 141, but I suspect that uh, uh, that I, I, I suspect that this one will improve significantly uh, due to the fact that uh, let's move over to the um, uh, d due to the uh, due to the deterioration of the market. I think we're gonna I think this one's gonna do well, but we probably we're going to extend this one out a little bit. Here's the here's the chart of uh, uh, here's the chart of Netflix. As you can see, we had a uh, uh, we had a we had a significant uh, pullback today. Uh, the uh, the shares were off about eight of uh, about five percent today, and we do expect them to move uh, lower. The break even on this one is. Uh, is 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 about uh, 175. We're very close to that right now, and I do expect in the next few days, with the uh, the action in this market, we will start to this one will start to uh, return a pretty good uh, pretty good money on it. Currently, um, the expiration on this is on the uh, 24th, so we have to, you know, we're gonna we're gonna have to make a decision here pretty good, but it's, it's trending the right way, and I do think that that will. Uh, that will improve. So basically, um, I've uh, you know I've been closing my long positions, and I have bolstered the short positions. If you're interested in trades like this, you need to be on the Action Trade Alerts, um, and that is at www.dallastradingfloor.com, and that's where that one is. So uh, without further ado, let's uh, get back to. I think this is the last slide. Yeah, yeah, it's the last slide. Uh, here, so let's get into some of the questions. Thanks you for holding so much. Lisa is first up. CVX hold or sell? Um, so painful. I lost a. Oh, jeez. I'm so sorry. Uh, no, uh, nothing is working. Oh, jeez. Um, hmm. Wowie, Kazali. I know it is very, very tough right now to trade. We did move to that unfortunate, you know, we, we've we've unfortunately been moving to the, um, you know, to to a situation where uh, we are in this uh, we we are in this uh, marketing correction. So that's the thing. I um, you know I want to I want to um, reiterate is that uh, you know we are in a marketing correction. So you've got to take the you've got to take defensive. Um, um, uh, this is this is one of the reasons why we use the seven percent rule, where we're putting a stop loss in on everything um, seven percent down from where we bought it. Uh, I did I did I liquidated my position in Chevron today. I did make a slight profit. It was very small, only about one percent. But I did have a fairly large position, so it did it did uh, it did cut cash flow. Um, I'm down a little bit on uh, uh, on BP. Um, and I'm probably not going to sell the, the other oils. I've got BP and Shell, relatively small positions, <coughs> and then basically I'm out of everything else except for the bond fund, the inverse bond fund. So uh, it is really, really tough. Um, yeah, you just yeah, it's 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 very very tough when you when you have this. Part of the thing is right now it's just it's not it's it, right now it's time to be relatively small. Uh, on your portfolio, not you know, not in a lot, and uh, you know that's just the that's the, just the way it is. Uh, if you uh, are down on uh, if if you're down on Chevron, you might want to sell half of it 
I do have a feeling that we will be coming back at least a bounce on Chevron just because the oil sector is the best sector currently in the market and uh, you know uh, that that is the best sector currently in the market so let's take a look at that chart just to kind of put it up there for everyone um, as you can see I made my buys here um, you know basically at 150 then 175 and then 179 and so part of this last little bit here you know I was able to get out at 176 uh, so I did make a little bit of profit not a lot as much as I like to but I do believe I think we're gonna see a bounce but I think we need to wait for Chevron to come back down to the 21 day line it's only it's right at the 21 day line right now I suspect we're gonna see some support for Chevron at the 21 day line. I'm looking possibly to get back into it um, at about the 21 day line. So we'll see what happens on Monday. Uh, we're only 4% above the 50 day line. And of course, this is the red line here, but we're still, this is still a healthy stock, believe it or not. Um, I know it's, uh, you know. Um, here's the thing with CVX. Uh, I would, what I would do is I would reduce your exposure. Uh, I would probably sell half the position and I would place a stop loss at, let me get you a good number here. I would, what I would do here is I would place it, I would sell half of it and I would put a stop loss at the 21 day line and that is at 174.11. So what I would do here, Lisa, is I would put, and let's put it in, let's put it up there so you can see it. See if I can put it up there. Um, Oops, let me let me get there we go. So I would set stop loss at 21 day line, which would equal, and I'm gonna do this 174.11. There we go. 174.11, and that's per share. So that's what that that's what I would do with oh, let me put let me put it for CVX CVX um, so so this is what I would do with CVX here I would set my stop loss at the 21 day line which is 174.11 per share so that's what I would do now if we get a bounce tomorrow which I don't know if we will you may not be actually you may not be able to set it yeah the after hours price on Chevron is 175.20, so you should be able to set a stop loss at this level. If it moves below that, then you're going to be sold out. But I suspect we're going to get a bounce here. Uh, that would be my guess on Monday. So you may not want to sell out completely. You might just want to put that stop loss in, and that way the market will hopefully it will move higher. And but if it doesn't, you're going to be you're, you're going to be you're going to be in a better way. All right, let's take a look from Drunk Squidward. Let's take a look at Exxon Mobil, and let's look at putting it. Now, I don't recommend selling right out. What I recommend doing is setting a stop loss that's going to allow us, uh, you know, a, the best the best thing to do. Now, with Exxon Mobil, I think you want to set the stop loss at the 21 um, at the 21 day line. And uh, let me do. Let me show you that one on uh, Exxon Mobil. So let me go back here and put that out for everyone. And that, if we're Exxon Mobil, um, XOM. 
set the stop loss to 21 day line, which is um, uh, 96.60. 96.60. So here's what I would do with Exxon. With Exxon Mobil, oops, that's that's wrong one. Let me let me uh, hopefully that will yeah there we go. For Exxon Mobil, you want to set that stop loss at the 21 day line current uh, and that's uh, 96.60. Currently, it's trading at 100 and 126. So as you can see up there, it's it's that's where it's trading. So that's what I would do to protect that. I don't believe it'll move. I think I don't think it's going to move all the way down to the 21-day line. I think it's going to bounce at the 10-day line. The 10-day line on ExxonMobil is 99.78, but you don't want to put your stop loss there because you're going to give up some of your profits. So here's what I would do: I would set that stop loss at the 21-day line, and I think that's where you're going to get your best bang for the buck. <laughs> I think that's where you're going to get the best bang for the buck. So let's see. Let's let's. Uh, thank you very much. All right. So, I I that's what I would do. Uh, that's what I would do here. At Ground Crisp Squidward. I wouldn't buy it or sell it. I would put a stop loss at that 21 day line, and that's what I would do for Exxon. All right. Um, can you take a look at Ford? I don't think it's going to be too nice, but let's take a look at Ford for everyone out there. For um, we all uh, we all get. Got that's pretty cool. All right, let's look at Ford, and here we go. Oh, come on, yeah, 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 yeah. Just not, just not looking very good right now. Um, here's the thing with Ford: you, you probably want to consider here. I'm looking at it, kind of, kind of here. The action, it's sort of, it's sort of gathered around that 21-day line. It looked like it's got lost support there. You know what? I just think that it's probably better off with Ford, uh, and I know that this is painful. So you know, this is why I set stop losses and I just set and forget and and just let the let the let the let the uh, uh, let it do its magic. So, but here's the thing: I would I would if you're down more than seven percent on this one, you know, I really would consider closing it, going to cash, and then waiting for a better opportunity. So you know that's that's basically the thing. So basically, you know, here's the here's the deal uh, with with Ford. I think you know you you know you just shouldn't let it move against you more than seven percent. So I would put if you're down more than seven percent, I would sell it. But if you don't want to do that, and I can understand why you might not want to do that, I would possibly consider putting in a stop loss, and then and then it will sell it out for you. The stop loss I would recommend right now. Uh, is the lower low, and that would be uh, 12:07. That's where I would put it. Um, so, if if you you know if you don't want to do you know you probably should just sell it right now and, and take the loss. But if you don't want to do that, and I understand it's hard, you know it's very very tough. But if you don't want to do that, you know set stop loss on Ford. Uh, at and where I would put it would be 1206 and the reason that is the lower high so that's 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 what I would be doing uh, you know that's that's what I would be doing here on Ford is I would be setting it there because I think it's going to go lower I think it I think this one is going to go lower because it's lost support at the 21 day line 
and as you can see, there's a lot of volume coming in. It's a, it, this is going to be ba this is right now a basic sell-off for the entire market. So, um, you know, that's just kind of the that's just kind of the long and the short of it. All right, let's take a look at TikTok. Thank you so much for everybody that's come online here. Appreciate it so very much. All right, what's EBITDA? EB <laughs> that's earnings before uh, interest, taxes, and um, deductions. Okay, so that's EBITDA. So it's used. It's kind of it's used for um, calculating. Uh, that's a fundamental analysis tool. It's used for uh, calculating the fundamental analysis. What do you think of Tilray long term? I think that you should smoke it and not buy it. <laughs> that's what I think. I, I think the problem with the the, the cannabis industry. Um, I, I was trading cannabis stocks back in 2017. I did very very well on them, but. I haven't traded them in over five years, so the the, the, the everything runs in cycles. And on Tilray, uh, I, I know that you're probably trying to justify holding on to it, but don't. Um, just take my um, just take my um, my 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 advice on this one. Uh, I don't know if Tilray is is going to ever come back, so. Uh, here's the thing on a stock like Tilray. This is the, pro the by the way, I'm showing on the uh, YouTube feed. I'm showing the the the, uh, the chart of Tilray. Currently, Tilray is selling for three dollars and forty-two cents. Uh, this is terrible. I mean, uh, no offense, but uh, Tilray just is not a stock that you want. Even though you have you have uh, you have sales going up and you do have a profit this 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 last quarter. Uh, there's a negative cash flow on this one. They're losing 75 cents a share. And in this market, where they can't really address the entire market, this is not a stock you want to be in. If you're down more than 7% on this one, I would get out of it. Why? Because this is a terrible chart. If we go to the monthly chart, you can see that basically this thing is just, this is just a money-losing machine. Um, you know, basically, if you bought this thing back in March of 2021, uh, you would have bought it at about $60 a share. It's worth literally 5%. You've lost 95% of value, 95% of value on Tilray basically uh, over the last uh, year or so. So just not something you want to be in. I don't think it's good long term. At $3 a share, listen, it's 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 pocket lint if you bought it at 60. You're going to have to probably take a loss. Companies can go out of business. Believe me, they can go out of business and get delisted. I'm not saying that's necessarily the, the fate for Tilray, but this is a terrible stock, and you just don't want to be in it. It's just not working, and it's just not where you want to be. So sorry about that. I just, uh, you know, have to be kind of brutal there. All right, let's look at NEO. NEO, um, I do believe... They just announced um, another another area of, of shares to stay away from. You know, it's probably there are some people that have made some money on Baba. It did it did bounce a little bit, but I would be very very careful right in this market of of of, uh, of Chinese stocks. There's just a lot of reasons for that. Um, this chart is pretty horrible um, for for uh, this this chart is pretty pretty horrible for. Um, a stock, but as you can see, we're just in a downward trend. We did a little bit of a dead cat bounce, but today it pulled back, and it looks like it went to the 40-day line, and then it looks like it's going uh, going lower. So I, I wouldn't even short this one. 
Um, this is just not something that I, I think is going to work very, very well. Let's look at the weekly chart on it. Neo. I mean, this one was good. I, I traded Neo back, you know, over a year and a half ago, and I did pretty well on it. But you know, when it here's the thing: you always want to be buying stocks within about 15% of their all-time high because that's when they make most of their progress. When it goes below that, it just becomes much, much harder to make money uh, in the stock. So um, right now, I just think that you know, even though the relative strength line is is improving. It, on on Neo, I just think that this is one you just want to stay away from. Really, the only stock really automotive is is Tesla. Really to, to trade, they just announced. By the way, very interesting. They're going to file for a three to one three for one spot stock split. Um, you know, this in a downtrend market, it, this would be a little bit risky. But they are going to be splitting their stock. But I don't know exactly the dates yet. Uh, but they are going to be splitting three for one. And in the last split, we did very, very well on. Uh, and of course, that was a 10 for one stock split uh, there. So pretty nice uh, when, you, when it comes, comes all about it. So let's look at Tesla. Look at Neo. So really, we can't probably buy Neo, unfortunately. Uh, Tesla is a little bit different story. Uh, I probably, I'm not, you know, I'm waiting on Tesla. I still like the I still like the company, but um, it just looks like we're going to get you know we're going to get some more we're going to get some more trouble here. Uh, we do have this low, this bottom of this consolidation here, and that's about at 620. So I do kind of see that's where we're going to see the bounce. But right now we're in a downward trend, so uh, it's just not a good place to buy it. The problem that Tesla has is that Tesla has if you look at the last true buy point, it was about 900, and so a lot of people bought above 900. And so what happens is, when the stock starts to move, make a move up, the people that were trapped here they start to sell. So the problem with Tesla right now is what they call overhead supply. So this is the problem. <coughs> you know, Tesla has a high overhead. Supply, and this overhead supply, unfortunately, makes it difficult for the stock to, um, you know, to move uh, above a certain range. So, so every time it gets going, these people are selling. So it, there's a there's a sort of a cap. So right now, all you can really do with um, Tesla, really, I feel, is uh, you know, is to 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 watch this. So, so you know, you just you know wait. And watch, but don't buy um, Tesla right now. So that's really kind of you know that's 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 kind of um, that's kind of what you that's kind of what you got to do, uh, and it's 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 not easy. I mean. So really, with Tesla, it's got this overhead supply issue. So I just think you got to you got to be real careful with it. And I would not buy it. I'd be on a watch list on this one uh, right now, just just because it's, uh, you know, <laughs> just just because it just because <laughs> that's right, just because. All right, are we at the bottom? Not even close. We have twenty percent down, I think, to go from here. And uh, so I do think that we're going to go lower. 
but I think we're going to go probably about 20% lower on the um, on the uh, S&P 500. So currently, let's take a look at that S&P 500. Um, and we'll, we'll, we'll look at this one again because this is very, very informative. Um, and again, uh, I do think we're going to, I, th I do think we're going to go down another leg. This was the first leg, this, this, this was the first leg down here, basically starting in the November, December time frame. Then we had this relief rally. The second leg down came down here. That really ended in March. And then we had this second relief rally. We came down again. And then we had the third relief rally. And we've just broken that third relief rally here. As you can see, there was a break to the downside. So typically, this is, uh, you know, typically from here to here is 25%. So typically, it moves down about 20%. So we're looking at potentially this moving, this, this is going to move down about 800 points. So we're looking at possibly, you know, 3,500 or possibly lower. So maybe even 3,200 is going to be where we're going to be, that's going to be the floor because typically it's going to move down about 20%. So we still have that to go because we broke we broke the resistance there and once we broke that resistance it's a it's a fall it's a kind of a free fall um, at least I, I believe in this market. And then there's just a lot of headwinds right now um, with the inflation situation <laughs> and and the potential war. Should I buy Amazon or Spy? Neither. I would not buy either uh, Amazon or the Spider right now. Right now, the best place to be is in cash or in an inverse ETF. And I'll be talking about inverse ETFs on Monday. Um, both the SQQQ and there's other ones as well. So you can profit during these pullbacks. I have an ETF currently called the TBT, which is doing pretty well. Let me kind of show you the, the, that one as well. I started buying this about, um, you know, about a week ago. I started loading up on on the TBT um, for for my for for my uh, um, you know for the small portfolio, and basically that's where I started buying in here. This is an inverse, of course, of the twenty year, uh, the twenty the thirty year long bond, and uh, it does better. As you can see, we've had nice increases here. It was up today, and I do believe it's probably going to go higher uh, as as we as we get. You know, as, as, as the inflation kicks in, and it really is going to kick in. By the way, we're not anywhere near uh, the bottom for the inflation. I can remember a time back in the 70s when the uh, mortgage rates were well over, um, uh, well, this is actually in the 80s. The, the, the mortgage rates were well over 12%, and the average inflation was, uh, was running, you know, basically, you know, it was basically the same, same situation that we had now. Uh, we, we had a um, we, we had a, essentially a, a massive inflation spike and uh, it was not it was painful it was really really painful uh, a lot of people lost their jobs and I think that's going to happen this time so whatever um, all right I would not take advice from TikTok true true you need to jump over to my YouTube channel that's www.dallastradingfloor.com or 
you can you can jump over directly at youtube.com slash Dallas trading floor massive rallying coming well there will be a relief rally but we're gonna probably go down about another 20% um, 20% we are not going lower than 385 well okay that might be true let's take a look at the spider SPY and let's take a look at the spider um, 385 okay well okay well I could see that um, that the bottom of the consolidation and that's a good that's a good point that you that you point out there the bottom of the consolidation right now for this pattern is 380 so um, yeah the bottom of this 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 pattern actually it's 38054 but I do believe that this is this was a relief rally here and I do believe that we're going to go, we're going to fall through this 380. And if we do, we're probably going to be down here. Unfortunately, according to Elliott Wave Theory, we're going to be, we're going to be down here at about 3, 320. Uh, that would probably be the floor on the, on the third leg down, the third retracement, if you are a fan of Elliott Wave Theory. So I do think we are probably going to go a little bit lower. Um, you know, we're just going to be only a is that TBT? Can anyone confirm? Yes, it is. The TBT is a ETF that is two times. What happens is, is as the interest rates continue to go up, the TBT will go up as well. So this is a way that you can participate positively in uh, positively in um, the in in this in this run. So let me just kind of see if I can. Uh, put this out there for everyone. Let me see if I can do that. And oops, wait a minute. I, I wanted to show. Let's see. Where can I? I wanted to comment. I don't know if it's letting me. Heck. Let me see if I can comment on. There we go. It's it's this one is the TBT. So that's. Um, let's see if I can get that to work. So that's the that's the that's the one that's the one that I'm talking about. That's the TBT. Uh, that 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 is that is the TBT. Okay, let's take another question from uh, from YouTube. Thank you very much. All right, let's see. Uh, hey Jim, uh, is it safe to say uh, SDS is a safe play right now? Let's take a look at SDS. That's a good question. All right, let's look at SDS. And that is the ProShares Ultra Short S&P 500. This is this is this is a good one, absolutely, absolutely. I think that definitely. I think you're on the right track. Um, you know, I like these shorts at least for right now. Uh, this is going to be okay. So this is basically shorting the S S and um, uh, S&P 500. I like that idea. Uh, so I definitely think so. Um, you know, um, the, the, I I definitely like the SDS. Um, uh, it's 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 a short short um, the S and P uh, index ETF for everyone out there. So I I you know and I you know I like it. So I definitely like this one for now. Um, I, I definitely think you're on the right track there. 
Uh, that's a good that's a good call because this one should move up. It's in the buy zone right now. Uh, there is a pivot on there. There's a pivot on this one, 45, 45.88. So uh, that's looking pretty good, uh, and that's that's looking pretty good. So I think that you definitely, I definitely, it's safe to assume. I think that that might be a good one for Monday, if you're not uh, if you if you're not already into it. So that's so that uh, I think I think it definitely is a safe play. Now I wouldn't carry this one too long, but uh, because here's the thing about these inverse ETFs, they tend to lose their mojo after a few days. If the if the direction changes, they, they lose a lot of their mojo. But right now, uh, we're showing some really nice uh, real, a really nice action on this. You're going to see this thing pop on Monday, I think as well. All right, Vertex Energy uh, from Richard Smith. Thank you very much. That's uh, VRTX, I think that's it. VRTX. Let's see if I got... No, Vertex, I'm sorry, Vertex. It's not Vertex uh, Energy, it's Vertex Pharma. That's the one, Vertex Pharma. Um, you know, that's that's sort of the... That, that's, that's sort of the one. So, Vertex... Well, VRTX Pharma. Uh, so, that's... Yeah. So that's the one that I that that's the that's the one I see is the Vertex Pharma here, uh, and and that uh, definitely you know this one fell off the cliff too. See this is the danger in this kind of market, it just takes it just takes everything with it. It was coming up very nice. This was a top performer, and it came right up to the buy point. Boom! When the market direction changed, it changed too. So that's the Vertex Pharma, and uh, you know I just I just wouldn't uh, uh, you know I you know. Um, you know, it's just uh, fallen. That's what they call a fallen angel. <laughs> Not an angle. Um, fallen, <laughs> fallen angel. So yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what uh, that that you know that that that's kind of that's kind of the thing. So. Vertex Pharma, I think, is kind of a fallen angel and not one that you could do. Okay, we're almost done here. Um, and this is a question from Dennis. Thank you so much. 20%. Yeah, unfortunately, that's kind of what it's looking like. <laughs> unfortunately, this is the third leg down on the, uh, on, you know, on the S&P. Uh, that's kind of what I'm looking at. I, I mean, I, I know that's, you know, hopefully I'm wrong. I, 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 I want to be wrong <laughs> on this one. But my charts are kind of showing me, yeah, this is the this is the twenty percent, um, yeah, uh, that's 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 kind of what uh, you know that's kind of what we're looking at, unfortunately, uh, yeah. So you know, uh, minus twenty percent on the S and P, likely. So, not what I want to say, but that is. Kind of the way it is. So, basically, 20% down on the on the S&P, I do believe is likely based on this chart. And uh, but you never can tell. I mean, you know, I'm, I believe me, I'm wrong quite a bit. So, I hope I'm wrong on that one. I really do. All right. Okay. Last few questions. EPD. Let's look at EPD real quick. Edward Paul. David, and this is Enterprise Products. 
This one uh, is showing some weakness a little bit. You know, this this one was showing some weakness during the day today. This is an interesting company. This basically uh, basically it's in the natural gas area, of course, and uh, you know this has been a, this has been a good area of the market, but it did show a little bit of weakness. This is the kind of stock if you're going to be in anything, this wouldn't be a bad one. So this might give us an opportunity to off this reversal. That's probably the best way to buy right now is right as it, you know, as it as it comes as it comes up to the, uh, come down to the 21 day line. The relative strength is super. Look at that. Look at that relative strength line. That's this line here. Let me show you that. That's this line here. That's the relative strength against the rest of all of the, um, of, of all the stocks. If you notice, the S&P is going down. This is going up. So the strength against the S&P 500 is going up. So this is a good stock. I just probably wouldn't buy it uh, on a downturn. I, you know, we're now in a market is in correction, so you really got to be careful. Not and, and let's, you know, let's see how this settles on Monday. So, but I definitely think you can watch list this in uh, in this situation. So, I, you know, I would watch list uh, EE for now. Um, you know, and it's just based on um, the overall market direction which right now isn't that great I wish it were better but uh, so basically what I would do is I would watch list uh, EPD for right now so that's kind of where I would be at uh, on that all right sorry oh I'm sorry okay oh Richard uh, VNTR let's look at VNTR thank you VNTR see what's going on there with this one Materials, interesting. Okay, chemical products. Oh no, I don't think I would buy this one. Okay, we did move above the, we did we did make a move above the 200-day line, so that does it does make that uh, form, but this is basically a downward trend. Just want to show you this. this is a downward trend. We've had the death cross, which is right there. So right now it's going to break, and it's probably going to break to the downside. My guess. You're going to see this thing break to the downside. Why? Because the volume is to the downside. So my guess is, uh, Richard, we're probably going to see this thing break to the downside, and it probably will go lower. This is a penny stock. You really don't want to deal with it right now. Not a good look. So I would, I would uh, avoid this one. Uh, I, I, I would avoid this. So I would avoid. Um, VNTX. It's just really hard to buy in this market, um, and you know I just think that that right now capital preservation is the is the most is, is the most is the most critical thing. So um, I think it's best to avoid this stock for now. I just oops. Let's see if we can get yeah. I just think it's best to to avoid this stock for right now. It's just it's just not going to come to any good. It's not going to come to anything good. Okay, and oh, take the last question. Do you think the market will have another correction uh, at June fifteenth? Uh, it's hard to say. It's really, really hard to say. Um, I think the market is pricing in a lot of that already. So I think it's already in priced in. But uh, yeah, I, I think that we've got to wait. We're gonna we got to wait probably for another leg down. On the S&P, my guess is, it, you know, we need to wait and look at the S&P. I think that we're going to see a turn on the S&P below, <laughs> below about 
350. So that's what I'm thinking. Uh, I think the Fed meeting, that definitely has a lot to do with it, but not everything. So I think that we have to wait to see that. We have to wait for the uh, S&P to decline, and I think we're going to have to have it, see it b decline below 350. I think it's going to get strength at that level. But let's look at the spider just really quick, and this will be the last one. All right. Okay. Uh, this is the this is the spider here, uh, and basically the situation I think is that we need this is the support level, the normal support level is about 380, but I think that we're going to take another leg down. See, this is the second leg. This is the second leg down here. This is the second leg down here. This was the relief rally that we just came through, and now it's got to go down, and I do believe it's going to have to go down to about here. That's where I'm guessing it's going to come down to about here. So this is the this is the bottom of the consolidation. This is where the low point was, 380 on the spider. Now it's traded up a little bit after hours. I do expect it's going to rally a little bit, but it's going to come down. And I think it has to come down really to about 320 before we're going to see this third leg. So that's what I'm looking at. That's what I'm looking at um, very much. Um, very, very much. Oh, and one last remark in beautiful. Uh, oh, hey, Mark. Um, let's look at Altria. This is this is the ultimate. Uh, you know, you know. This is the this is the stock that you. <laughs> this is the ultimate dividend stock. This is uh, this is cigarettes. This is uh, you know, um, you know. Back in the day when everybody was encouraged to smoke, the the Social Security Administration didn't have to pay out because everyone was dying. Uh, and this, but this has always been a great stock, Altria Group. Uh, it's up a little bit. It's it was trading above that 200-day line. It's just moved up a little bit here. Um, I don't know. Even this one may have trouble holding up. But here's the thing about Altria that you got to you got to say this might be a stock that you might want to look at. Why? Because out of many of the stocks that I've been looking at, this one has the golden cross. This means that the 40-day line is moving above. That 200-day line that show and and the slope of this 200-day line is up. So my guess is it's going to get support here and go higher. That's my guess based on these charts. So it looks like it is going to get support there. So I really appreciate that one, Mark. That's a great one. All right. Well, everybody, I hope that everybody uh, is is careful because you know this is this is this is a treacherous treacherous market to trade and you know this is a, just a treacherous market to trade when the market is in correction you want to take profits and you want to get into cash because this market will pull down when the S&P hits about 3 when the spider hits about 320 it's probably going to bottom everyone's going to be crazy by then but there's going to be some values out there so right now it's a good time to be in cash or short and get ready for the next upturn. And I think that's probably going to take a little bit of time, uh, but I think it's coming. I mean, just because no stock, go, you know, this market does not go up or down in a straight line. It goes, it goes in these in these legs down. So right now we're in a leg down. I suspect we're going to see a 20% drop in the S&P. So uh, when um, when the spider gets to about 320, that's when we start. When we probably want to start looking to buy once again. Uh, thanks, everybody. Thanks so much for uh, joining us today on the show. By the way, if you're not already a member of the Action Trade Alerts, super easy to get on there. All you have to do is go to www 
Dallas trading floor, and uh, that helps us out a lot. Um, and also, if you could, I uh, tell your friends about the show, but also please like the show. We really like it when you hit that like button. Please do that. It really, really helps us. Uh, and uh, so everyone, stay safe. I'll be back on Monday at 5 o'clock. Uh, everybody, happy trading.